Hey, what it do with the business is. It is another week in the books with the On Deck TV podcast. I am Spike Lou. Man, how did your boy Animal Brown, Animal underscore Brown, if you're looking for me on social media? Absolutely. I am your man, Spike Lou. I am Spike Lou on all the social sites. How at your boy. How you feeling out there? Feeling good. Feeling great, man. Halloween came and went. I dressed but up for Halloween. You always time. dress up. No, with the George Jefferson wig on. <laughs> Would you go as how, do you, you really dressed up for Halloween? Yeah, I went as a couch potato. I watched the game all Sunday. I ain't do shit. Oh man, God. I hope you didn't work on that long. I hope that was <laughs> off the top of your dome and you just started that to add some flavor to the people who look for flavor at the beginning of this show, even Ooh, though that was ting. as flavorless as a plain potato chip. That's what I, that I've was. never went trick-or-treating, so why well, start now at 28? You Jehovah's Witness, right? Nah, <laughs> <laughs> nigga, I grew up in the jungle, nigga. I want no trick or treating around my way here. You talking about? Hey, think about that though. Think about how weird trick or treating is though, and like how should yeah. we just go with shit? I was listening to a podcast or something that was talking about that how weird like just normal customs are. You go to a stranger's house, <laughs> you ask for candy, you do it all night, then you go home and eat the candy that you got from a stranger. That's true. So you dress up while you're doing it. It's weird, weird as fuck. Ass custom. <laughs> Just sitting back and thinking about it. But this That's is the On Deck TV pot, huh? That's why I never did it. No, that is not why you never did it. It's because you didn't jump off the porch until you were an adult. And you couldn't trick or treat as an adult, unfortunately. Shout out Miss Clara holding it down over there, keeping you locked up in the jungle. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Hey, man, uh, action pack episode today, guys. Um, man, we're talking your man's Nick Cannon. He's back at it with a new movie. Um, also, Wale, he explains why he left Rock Nation. And we got mailbag questions from the listeners. Triple salute, man. Going to have a lot of fun answering those. But first, Jay-Z was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Shout out to Hove. He had a 10-minute long acceptance speech. And in that speech, he shouted out Dame Dash, among many others, obviously. But he shouted out Dame Dash. And Dame actually reposted this to his IG, said that he accepts what he looks at as an olive branch. My question to you, let's go into our hypothetical bag. If they both linked up, called you, said, Lou, we need to know what type of collab we should do between the two of us for the world to know that we are back cool. What type of project would you advise they do? Man, none. Zero. Zilch. Nada. No more collaborations with Jay-Z and Dame Dash. For me, as a hip-hop fan, this was enough. The Olive Branch extended by Jay-Z. The Olive Branch extended back, per se, by Dame Dash. And knowing that there is no beef there. Knowing that the opportunities that Jay can't take full advantage of now because he's Jay-Z and everything that comes with being billionaire Jay-Z me and my mans are cool now. I can throw him that disc because I know what Dame going to do with it. A lot more doors open up for Dame Dash with the olive branch extended and not necessarily having a partnership, but having that relationship. We see Biggs with Dame. We seen Biggs a couple of weeks ago in the Rock Nation uh, offices Dame Dash has had a, I won't say a hard time because he's been doing his thing as a independent entrepreneur in Hollywood, but it ain't been as fruitful as Jay-Z's path has since they split. 
So sure. I love to see the collaboration be, oh, I can't do this as Jay-Z because I'm tied to this, that, and the third, and I really don't want my name on that. My man Dame can do it. I love to see that be the collaboration. Now I'm mentioning Dame name if I'm Hove and having those doors start to open for him that haven't been open for him in the hip hop community over the last 15, 20 years since they split. I, I, I definitely think that they should do something, but I, I, two, two things. I think the rollout would need to be when Jay-Z was doing those B-side concerts in Brooklyn, like those kind of like, they weren't small, but they weren't like at the Barclay and shit. It was like real kind of intimate, kind of took you back to the tunnel type days. He needs to do something like that because he brought out Beanie, he brought out Cam, and people were like, oh shit, like it had been a long time since they had seen each other together. I think a moment like that, but he brings out Dame, would be historic. It would be everywhere, had him flick it up. That's number one. Number two, the low-hanging fruit for the content would easily be they both work together on the Rockefeller biopic. Easy call. They need to do the Rockefeller biopic, biopic, however the fuck you pronounce it. They need to work on that together so that everybody's input is in it to make it the best thing it can be. You don't want that to be one-sided. You don't want only Jay to work on that. You don't want only Dame to work on that. You need both of them. You need both of them to co-sign it, give the green light, so that we we don't have a BMF situation with Blue Da Vinci <laughs> um, talking about where 50 got the info from Stitches, and now on this side it's not true. On that side they're saying it is a fit. We don't want that bullshit for the Rockefeller movie. They need to connect on the Rockefeller movie, but make sure they reintroduce the partnership at a show of some sort. I think that should be dope. That'd be a classic hip hop moment. Um, I'm going to disagree with you because Dame Dash don't rap. Man. Like it makes sense to bring Benny Siegel out of the show. It makes sense to, to do the Nas beat for the show. But I think the problem with their relationship and the split, if I'm being armchair quarterback or playing third person advocate here, uh, it, it was the limelight. Like we heard it in Shook Ones. We heard Jay-Z talk lost about ones. this. So, well, excuse me, Lost Ones. We heard it in there. We heard Jay-Z speak on this. I don't think trying to reinvent the wheel or trying to do that again, as far as a partnership, like, especially now how media portrays shit, like, we don't need that. At least I don't. I'd love to see them, like you said, that is a good idea with the hip hop, or excuse me, with the uh, Rockefeller story. But if I'm Jay, my collaboration with Damon, that is, okay, cool, you got it. I'm going to give you whatever you need to get that done. I'll sign off on it. I don't need to be hands-on working with you. But Dame Dash Productions, Dame Dash Studios, that's where the Rockefeller biopic is going to happen. I feel like that's the best way for them to continue to grow back into a relationship that will be fruitful for everybody in hip hop. Cause you know, again, the, the, the photo ops and the camera thing, like they don't have to do that. I think they had a more genuine friendship than an artist artist friendship than you had with beans or you had with Nas. Like they literally built this company together and that took blood, sweat and tears. It wasn't an artist to artist thing in my opinion. So I don't need them. I don't need them to come out of the J show. I don't need the small intimate venue. All I need to know is that they back in each other's good graces and that some of those opportunities that are presenting themselves that Dame could have had over the last 15 years, he can now have since he's in the good graces with Hope. I'm just That's glad that I mean. he, sh I'm glad number one, he shouted him out because that would have been petty if he wouldn't yeah. have. That would have been monkey. That was dope. And, yeah, and then two, I'm glad that Dame, you know what I'm saying, reciprocated that same energy 
because I, I would have looked at him sideways if he would have took the low road. I'd have been like, come on, man. Like it would that wouldn't have made sense to me either. Although there is a lawsuit that I believe is still pending. I'm not sure if that's been resolved, but they can at least if 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 Jay gonna take the high road, then you can at least do the same, which he did. So kudos to Dame for that, because he could have he could have went took gave a low blow pause and went the other way, but he didn't. So I respect it. Um, I do want to see that though. That'd be a big moment. Look how big that picture with Jay and Nas was on 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 uh, on stage, man. That photo has been fucking redone and resurfaced. Like that was a big moment because the optics of it speak a, a thousand words, dude. You know what they say about photos, man. So I'd be here. Yeah, for that. I mean that's cool, but uh, again, if not Dame just Dash, that though. We don't need to stop there though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I'd love to see the Dame Dash J NFT. That's going for like a million easy. Um, next. Your man Wale, he was on Drink Champs. He's doing his promo run for the Florin 2 album. On there, Wale told Nori that while on tour with Rock Nation opening for J. Cole, that somebody in his camp pulled him to the side and they said, Wale, you know what? You're losing $5,000 a night on tour with Rock Nation opening for J. Cole. Wale said, you know what, man? This is bothering me too much. And he dipped out on the tour with three days left. My question to you, Animal Brown, was it worth losing the 5K a night? Or would you have dipped out as well like Wale did? Man, that's an excellent question. And number one, I'm surprised that I don't remember him dipping out on the tour early. And I don't, I don't remember that being news. And I felt like that sounds pretty Wale. news. Yeah, I don't remember that. And that sounds yeah. pretty newsworthy. It's Wale and, though. Well, so I mean, make, Wale leaves a tour; it's not going to make no news. That's <laughs> fucked up because I would I would have thought it would have, and maybe that's where there was a that little bit of rift between him and Cole. And what by rift? I'm I'm saying that lightly. Maybe that's kind of where some of that may have originated from. But to say that you're losing money and I'm working my ass off performing every night, city to city, state to state, and I'm losing money every time. No, bro. We need to get this shit fixed immediately. I'm not doing no free shit out here. This one with Wale was well-established. He was probably five, six albums deep with the catalog. Man, fuck no. Who, where is my lawyer? Who the fuck approved this deal? How am I paying to oh, perform, please. dude? I'm not an opening act. Ah, I'm not some local nah. joker, dude. Like paying 500 to get on stage, nigga, an hour before the headline come out. What kind of shit is this, dude? I paid my dues already if I'm Wale. If there was ever a time for him to rant and be extra emotional and go on Twitter rants about something, it would have been this, dude. I'd have been hot at Rock Nation. Super hot. And I, I would love for him to go into more detail as to how he ended up paying for it. Because I, I, that doesn't add up to me. But, yes, he made a wise move to get the fuck off the tour. Put a stop to that immediately. First of all, you're doing a disservice to people listening, acting like Wale was pulling out his MasterCard at the end of each performance <laughs> and hitting the, hitting somebody square with $5,000. No, we that's not what happened. What happened is he could get one price doing smaller venues on the road by himself. Of course, more people are going to come. More people are coming to see Wale, not J. Cole. Right. Someone who was smart that negotiated the deal for him said, hey, if you open for J. Cole with the Rock Nation battery in your back, you're going to make 5000 less, but you're going to see a lot more people. And some of those people, when we leave this concert, might be Wale fans now. 
Come on, dude. It, is it hard to understand when a nigga like him is wondering why no one mentions him with uh, J. Cole and Drake and the rest of these guys? Because they don't walk off tours. They did. They paid their dues. They wasn't on talking about, I can go to clubs and make 5000 more. What's $5,000 to a nigga like Wale, dude? Like, are you serious? This is the reason why a nigga like him is always complaining that you don't get your just due. Because you sitting on drink champs crying about $5,000. Okay, it's a city. It's a nice. So we talking about what, 200 Maybe 250 Maybe? Come on, bro. Like, Rock Nation making that back for him in a in a the snap of a finger. <laughs> like, like, what are we talking about? And, and, and this is part of the problem that I have with Wale, the artist. Well, not the artist, just the overall persona. I like him as an artist. He's wonderful at what he does as far as his style. But he's never satisfied. And then he says shit like this, and he wonder why he don't get his just due. You can't walk off a tour with J. Cole opening and have Rock Nation in your pocket and then be like, nah, I'm not doing that because I'm losing 5000 a show. Who was the nigga that came and told you that? Fire that nigga. He the one <laughs> bad advice. Get out of here, dude. I, I, I'm not buying this. I'm out. I mean, there's two ways to look at it. You could say, look, dude, you're at the tail end of this. There's three cities left. You done did probably 20 cities already. You might as well go ahead and, and eat them last 15 with them three shows. Yeah, you talking or 15, you could be well within your rights to be like, wait, what? Man, fuck this, dude. My time, time is money, period. Whether it's 5K, 10K, 50K, time is money, dude. And people ain't got time to waste out here in these streets. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at him for making a decision, dog. I'm like, fuck that. I, I, I'm not saying I would do it, but I'm not mad at him, though. I can, you can make it. you can make that. I'm mad at him for making that decision and also want like you can't have your cake and eat it, too. Either you want to be Wale and going to the clubs and getting that amount of money or you want to be the superstar that's mentioned with J. Cole and Drake and the other niggas. Like, you can't have it both ways. They don't got it both ways. There are things that they have to do to be superstars. Drake can't quit a tour, bro. Like, it just don't happen. So if you want to be on them niggas' level, then do what them niggas do. He wouldn't be getting shorted, though. Who? Drake. That's, not, that, that's on Wale. That's, that, ain't, that ain't Drake fault. Like, hey, that nigga, that's on you. Oh, uh, shit. I was in my Wale bag this weekend, too, because I ran back some of them EPs, and I, I, I stand corrected. I said the EPs were some slaw. I stand corrected. There's some fire on those last couple of EPs you dropped. I was in my Wale. I had a little playlist together. That motherfucker was fire, too. Niggas mm. sleep on this catalog. Put some respect on it, including you. It must have been a heavy date weekend for you. No. Like, date. Just, no, out just, good vibes. Just, just out in the streets listening to Wale. <laughs> Tough. <laughs> You're a sick nigga. Oh, uh, man. <laughs> Next up, nigga. guys. Listen, we're taking it down to Miami. City Girls. Young Miami drops her solo joint called Rap Freaks. Then we saw JT featured on Summer Walker's new single. My question, smart move for the City Girls to go on a solo run. Shout out QC, P, splitting them up. Run the check up. We can do a whole year of JT and whole year of Young Miami. Then we can bring them back together the next year. That's three good solid years of uh, City Girls content. I'm here for it. I like City Girls. I like the attitudes. I think that they um, they carry themselves well uh, for what they are in this rap game. Um, and I definitely enjoy the fun factor that they bring to the music. So I'm fucking with it. Um, I don't think that Young Miami can rap. I ain't going to yeah, go can. that far. Yeah. And that she was, and, and and the thing about it, like the song is an interesting idea. This idea has been used plenty of times before, going to be used plenty more times. 
But when I say she can't rap, I don't think it comes from a skill standpoint. It's just like, she not trying. It's like, she knows she young Miami. She was already kind of popular before she started rap. So I just got to go in here and just say these words. Like, I ain't got to give it no feeling and no emphasis. I ain't got to do what real rappers do. I can just kind of go in here and say what I say. And I don't think that works for her. I don't, and I wonder how long people are going to let her get away with it. Yeah, they tried, QC tried this with the Migos. All three Migos had solo records. There was only one quote unquote hit that came from those three albums. And that was Offset um, with Clout. And he had the cheat code because he had Cardi on there. Other than that, man, it was, that, that was a swing and a miss, man. 0 for 3 with those solo joints. It didn't work for them. I'm not sure if it's going to work for City Girls because Young Miami is not talented. Um, she just she just can't rap, and that's okay. Like, I, who gives a shit? Like, you own cool, but she can't rap. Uh, technically, skill wise, like it's just not there. Even on the Quavo, the scrub the ground joint, like she jacked it. It should have been making a stallion. That would have been that would have fucking went, nigga. If that was making a stallion on the should have been her. But I get it. P is busy right now. Speaking of making a stallion, her label three hundred. ENT P is trying to buy 300 ENT because it's up for sale. So P has his mind on other things. So maybe this is just something to satisfy them to where he ain't got to be in the studio overlooking a group project. I have no idea, but um, P got his eyes on bigger and better things looking to buy 300 ENT and it is up for the low, low price of $400 million. That's home to Megan Thee Stallion, T Grizzly, Young Thug, a couple of other people. So that would be a very interesting play. I doubt he gets it for 400 though. That's probably just like that ridiculous asking price that nigga start off with. He, he probably going to counter with something a little bit smaller than that. But I'd be very interested to see if he can add that under his belt and expand that QC roster. That should be dope. What'd you pay, what would you pay for 300 With Megan Thee Stallion and Young Thug? T Grizzly? Who was, who was up, T Grizzly? Yeah. I, 400 million is a stretch. Although they have a bona fide superstar in Megan Thee Stallion, though, <laughs> who was going to be a star for years to come. Uh, shit, they got they got Meg, they got okay. OMP Peasy. Yeah, I think he locked up though. Still got a big song, so they, is he going to get the catalog? Yeah, Young Thug. For some reason, Migos is listed here. They might manage him. Gunna. That's a, that's a that's a dub. That's over. Fetty Wap. Hey, we know what happened to him. <laughs> oh, we 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 saw what's about to happen to him, nigga. Fast did a sweep. It's like thirty five artists they got though. They got like the Eric Bellinger on there. Some of them might be managing them though, so that might be cheat code. The T Wayne, T Pain, Lil Wayne collab artist is under there. Rob Banks, your man's. See what I'm saying? It's getting quiet. It's getting thin. You started off with a bang. That's getting thin, dude. Yeah, this this list rough. Offset individually is listed on Kirk Cobain's. Where's he been? Kirk Cobain. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Damn. Where did that nigga go to? Gave niggas the look and the hook. Every song sound like Drake featuring Drake. That was at Kirk Cobain's. (laughs) Go ahead. Was it? Yeah, tough. Was it Kirk Cobain's this? Yeah, tough. Who this is Kirk Cobain? (laughs) (laughs) Like, where did that come from? Mr. Kid on there. Like I said. 400 million? No. But Shy Glizzy? Man, come on, man. And I, and I like Shy Glizzy too. <laughs> Give me a number. Give me a number with the names man. that I just read. Give me a number. I got a hundred, man. Max. A hundred million? Max. I got a I Benjamin. Max. Young Thug. <laughs> Young Thug and Meg is getting you to 150 at least. Young Thug getting to 10. 
Meg is getting you to that hundo. One hundred million by himself is Young Thug, my nigga. You know what planet you live on? That's where you got to start at. If Young Thug is on the label now, Meg and Maria Bacara or whoever the fuck these people are, <laughs> Hobson, your man's on here. Man, please, dude. <laughs> so yeah, I, with with all that being said, hundred million is that what you're saying? You, you started hundred million, bro. That's all I got. One twenty five if I'm feeling froggy, but that's it, bro. Oh. You got to give me that Black Friday ticket. I would go. Yeah, about one and a quarter, 125, 150. They could push me to 150. They want 400. No, you're not getting 400 million <laughs> for young thug and Megan Thee Stallion. I'm sorry. Like, it's nah. a bitch warmers, nigga. No. Yeah, like, that's it. Nah, nah. All right. So before we get out of here and we get into these mailbag questions that we so appreciate the listeners for sending in to us, um your man's nick cannon nick cannon is back in his bag as far as production producing the movies he's coming out with a holiday hip-hop movie dramedy he's calling it and it's gonna be uh, oh yeah wait for it it's going to be about a rapper from harlem who is addicted to drug and was addicted to drugs and is going to right all of his wrongs Man, it's going to be starring a lot of your favorite people. DC Young Fly is in there. Bruce Bruce, uh, Lunell, you know her. Chrisette Michelle, Lil' Kim. Oh, my God. Right? Animal Brown, are you here for this? You no, here for the, no, nigga, no. you here for the Dick Cannon <laughs> no. Christmas movie. No, nigga. What? He, Tiana he's... Taylor's in there. Ricky Smiley, Jim Jones. Listen. If Jim Jones is playing the main character of a rapper, tell me you don't want to see that. Man, fuck no. Listen. Are if, you serious? If I'm the comedy all... that Jim Jones would be in a rap, like having to be for real? Come on. Chill bro. out. Chill out. Chill out. First of all, it's called Miracles Across 125th Street. That's the name. I like of it. it. I like it. Bootleg title off top. I like it. I Nick like Cannon it. wrote and directed it. Uh, uh, I like it. No, you don't. No, you don't. I no, like don't. it. No. Young he Nick's says, a creative guy. He says, quote, I'm excited to bring all the uplifting elements of gospel, hip hop, and comedy oh. together with such an inspiring and talented cast. I'm out. I know you're excited. This is sounding like a Kanye West album. I'm out. Gospel, hip hop, comedy. Tell me that scream, Kanye. What if Kanye plays the rapper? Man, fuck. Listen, man. <laughs> as soon as they said Nick Cannon presents, I'm out. Peace. You're a hater. You're a hater. Nick Cannon cooks. Nick Cannon no. got good content. Say you don't. The, the, the show, the Wild and Out is cool. That's a cool show. Nick Cannon makes good content. I'm here for this, man. We need a new Good Hood classic movie. Ricky Smiley again, Tiana Taylor's in this. I'm here to see this, man. I hope it's great. I, I hope there, it's wonderful. It's funny because there's another hip hop Christmas movie Jamie uh-huh. Foxx is doing that comes out the same month. Hip hop family Christmas with Carrie Hilson, which I'm automatically in. I don't even really what? need to read anybody else on this motherfucker, but Neo, Terrence J, Demetrius Ship, that's Tupac, Little Mama, and Tank. Oh, nah, that sounds like some Tyler Perry shit. I'm it out. do. Yeah, I'm it out. do. He should have just stopped at Carrie Hilson, and he would have had he a me watching have. at least. Yeah, and she could have just sit by a tree for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> and hung she ornaments. Be, she could be she wrapping gifts, nigga. Like. She could have just hung ornaments in a little, little elf outfit. We'd have been good. Promise you that. <laughs> I watch an hour of Carrie Hilson yeah, dressing the tree up, right dude. <laughs> just do that. And it would have been a classic, nigga, but Man. no. Nick automatic Cannon. classic. 
Nick, Nick Cannon, last time, last movie I saw Nick Cannon in was the Spike Lee Chirac joint, and that was probably one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Well, that's I'm on still you. mad I can't get them 45 minutes back that I invested in that shit. That's on you, bro. No, nah, that's on Spike Lee to, and Nick Cannon. See that. You made a decision as Animal Brown to go in a movie that starred Nick Cannon, directed by Spike Lee, about, wait for it, Chicago gang violence. Nothing, nothing about that description, movie, None of it says, hey, I'm going to check this out for even a minute. Not one second of my time would be directed at that shit. Not hey, at all. One, one day we're going to have that Spike Lee conversation. Whenever y'all want to have a, a real honest how much Spike goat, Lee conversation, he is. we're going to have it one day when y'all are ready. About how much of a goat he is? He got, more, he got more good movies than your favorite director. No, nah, that's Cap. Y'all not, not ready. He has more good movies than your favorite director. We should do a Spike Lee reviews on Patreon. That's what we do next. Spike Lee movies. Let's get to it. You got about three of them. Um, all right, guys. Stop. <laughs> Enough of the overrated Spike Lee talk. Respectfully, Go. though. Um, it's that time of the year. We probably should do this more often, but mailbag episode. We appreciate everybody sending in questions, um, comments, some fun ones in here. Um, I really like some of these, man. What's the, you want to kick the shit off with this uh, first question? Got my, it's got a goat in it. Speaking of goats. Um, sure. Let's do it. All right. Animal Brown and Spike Lou. Vlad recently said that Drake ran down on him in 2014 and said, stop talking shit about him. <laughs> you guys are in the similar business. What rapper would you least want a misunderstanding with? I'll let you start. This is easy, dude. Who's that? This Hove, nigga. Hove, Hove <laughs> had Kanye begging him not to send the killers after him. And they supposed to be brothers, nigga. So if he, if he had goons on standby for Kanye West, I don't want none of that smoke, dude. I, he not going to crush my whole situation, dude. Like, no, Hove can push the button and end everything. I'm straight. Hove ain't outside, though. You can be beefing with Hove and you're not worried about it. Like, I won't have my, my bridges will be burnt all around me, though. Yeah, you're talking about from a business standpoint. That's what I'm talking about. You're not talking about from a dangerous standpoint. From a Maybe that's true. Maybe from a dangerous true. standpoint, then you got to go with somebody else. Because Hove ain't killing niggas. Like, Kanye's just absolutely insane. Uh, but <laughs> I'd say baby, dude. I don't want no problems really? with baby, man. Yeah, absolutely. How he handled that Charlemagne shit, and Charlemagne been apologizing for the last five years. <laughs> I ain't never seen nobody else have no real problem with him. Nigga just be running off with nigga like any nigga that run off with like twenty million and just be like, fuck it, nigga, come see me, go get the lawyers. Like, nah, I don't want no beef. I don't want no smoke with dude, man. Nigga just be taking, this nigga corporately just be taking niggas money. Can you imagine what he would do if it wasn't no contracts around, dude? Like, get the fuck out of here. I don't want no smoke with baby. He be in a sugar night bag, for real. Man, come on, come on with it. Oh, you what? <laughs> come on with it, nigga. I'm out. I am fair out. Enough. I can respect you that. Give me next? Oh, no, that's on me, my bad. Uh, what? Okay, what are you most interested in that you never get to talk about on the podcast? That's a good one. Uh, other podcasts. Uh, I listen to a shitload of part of, uh, excuse me, podcasts, man. Just about different stuff. Joe Rogan, probably the most frequent. Uh, I listen to daily podcasts about uh, like stocks and shit. So you don't never really just get to talk about what you hear on other podcasts uh, on this podcast. 
like what my what's my favorite podcast out right now? I'll let you answer that. Then I tell read? you what my favorite. Um, I don't even know uh, what that is. <laughs> what the fuck is the read? <laughs> uh, great question. Now that's a couple of things that I'm, you know, extremely knowledgeable in. You know, sports, uh, TV, movies. Like I can do all that. with my eyes closed, but we're able to kind of still do that on Patreon. We're able to do that when we hop on FSP. Obviously, I'm big into sneakers and fashion, so I, I get to do that on FTYA. But the one thing that I that we don't really have an outlet for yet is business. And so I'm really into business, entrepreneurship. And honestly, I didn't really get into that until I moved to Atlanta. Yeah. Like, it's kind of some, like, there's the jokes, like, you know, why people moving here were full and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But the reason that people move here is, well, I speak for myself, it's because it, it, it's the land of opportunity from the outside looking in when you come from a place that doesn't really feel like there's opportunity for people that look like us. And so here there was, and I met a lot of entrepreneurs that looked like me that weren't ultra famous or weren't six, five and played shooting guard for the Hawks. They were regular people. And so that put me up on entrepreneurial shit. So business, entrepreneurial stuff, that's stuff I like to talk about, but we don't really have an outlet for that on the network yet. Real estate, stuff like that, man. I'm into that shit now at, at this point in my life, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that, that is a big thing here in Atlanta. You come here and you be like, do people have jobs? Exactly. <laughs> like not, not regular nine to fives, but like- Snoop said do. that on our, on our show. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's where I got that from. Exactly. Oh. You're right. And um, yeah, you, you pick up a lot here and um, you want to take that and use that as much as you can, take it back to where we come from. Just, I, I enjoy that 100%. I, I could take my eyes open to it a lot more since I've been here too. Um, my that's favorite, why, I, real quick too, and that, that's why we, we make a point to mention business related shit on the show though. Like we try to throw in some of these topics that are business related, whether it's, you know, Nas investing in X, Y, and Z, or we, we got a couple of wins and losses. There's some, there's some related to that too. We try to sprinkle that in to mix it up because number one, they don't get talked about on other outlets and other podcasts. And two, it's just to add to that business sector Same. of what it is that we like to do and what we like to talk about because we're interested in that shit. And we think that the based on feedback that y'all are interested in it too. Yeah, absolutely. Booking prices, how much would you pay you for go. this label, things of that nature. We are 100% interested in that back label. Don't have a good guest to speak about that here pretty soon. For sure. Next. Animal Brown, if you could work with any label or be associated with any crew in the game, past, present, who would it be? And we all know this. We know this. I'm the No Limitologist for a reason. Uh, OVO? No, it's not OVO. Music? They only got one act, nigga. I was you, nigga. You got <laughs> only act on OVO. What I'm going to go work and do other than Drake? He on he on autopilot. I would want to be a no limit soldier. Matter of fact, fuck it. I was a no limit soldier growing up in my head. I did work with them and I was associated with them. So I, it would definitely be that. And that was around a time where a nigga was young, high school or a little bit before high school. But that that's when I had energy to go and do shit. So like that would be perfect for me to go and kick it with them. That's that's one of my dream. Obviously, my dream is to meet, chop it up with P. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, if you know me, you know that. So no limit without question. I, I just like how they ran shit, regimented. 
I like the idea. I like the branding of the military. I thought that was super dope. Um, being on one accord, you know what I'm saying? Just all of that, the whole nine. I like how the rollouts was, the marketing. I, obviously, I like the music. I like the production. I'm here for that all day long. I like the acts. How can you have 20 acts, man? I fuck with like 12, 13 of them. Usually, we just rolled off 20 acts on 300, nigga, and two of them were good. You know what I'm saying? So for No Limit to have a deep roster like that, I would definitely be able to, I would want to work with them for sure. What about you? BMF. <laughs> <laughs> so you can be doing 15 with an L, motherfucker? That. I'd be in jail right now with her. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> I just had to throw some sauce on it because my answer is No Limit too. Like I'm being, being from the South, I think for us, like there is no other answer for, for that. Uh, P. It felt like that he took care of the people that were around him. People went on to go do other things. I mean, you do have bad stories or whatnot, but yeah, it's few and far between, though. Few and far between, right? And just seeing that and being it being such a heavy influence on how we were raised and our outlook on the music industry is easily no limit and Master P and uh, the whole no limit thing. Like I would have to be a part of that, a fly on the wall, an intern around that when that was happening probably would give my left pinky for it. So yeah, that was 100% the answer. So no death row? No, hell no. <laughs> You're talking about in jail for murder, for shooting should. Like I'd be dead, like, lock, locked up or dead is what, at least with BMF, I'd be probably getting out about now. <laughs> with, with death row, it'd be a wrap. You'd be either dead or <laughs> dead or life. That whole thing, you're going to do the whole thing, buddy, because what you had to do to get out of there. So nigga, yeah. them, them death row stories still coming out, nigga, Good, 25 yeah. years later. Good. That's probably the last place that I want to be. The last. Uh, all right, it's on me. Um, what city has the best hip-hop artist of all time? This was hard for me. I ain't going to lie. I'm, I'm interested to hear what you got. This is a tough one right here. This, yeah, this, was, this a was a good one. question. Top to bottom. It's, it's, I don't want to, I definitely don't want to go to New York, but like they got whole, but if I had to go top to bottom quality, it's going to surprise you. Miami? It's New Orleans. It's New Orleans. Ooh. It's New Orleans, Louisiana, because you got Dwayne Carter at the top, and then what we just talked about with No Limit and a lot of our favorite artists there, and I think People know my, I like Bootsy when he was in his prime. That's Baton Rouge. That's Baton Rouge, but it's 30 minutes up the street. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to take that. Uh, but that, just that whole, it, it, to me, the way that they have been staples in the hip hop game from now with NBA Youngboy going back to when I was 13 with the Hot Boys is amazing. So to have to, to be biased and pull from the South, I go New Orleans because they've had the longest run. And they got the top rapper with Wayne. You, you were definitely 25 when High Boys came out, number one. Number two, <laughs> of the cheat code, because you named seven Ben Rouge artists. I was 12. I named one Bootsy. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Little Boots. And Young Boy, nigga. Um, I'll I say this. I'll go, Lu, Lu, go Louisiana then. There you go. That's fair. Give me Louisiana. Because I, and, and I, I ain't finna overthink this, even though I almost did. It's Atlanta because mm. I, it's a good mix of different types if i want to go super lyrics i can go outcast i can go goody mob i can go ti if i want to trap it out we can go jeezy we can go, Jeezy, we can go future if i want to go vibes you know what i'm saying we can go migos we can go 
Like there's just, there's it's a variety. You want to go ringtone? Like what what you feel like doing, dude? For whatever mood you're in, you, you I think you've got the most variety with Atlanta. If we're going all time, I like nigga. I, I was listening to Pastor Troy album, even though I know technically mm. he's from Macon. Just run with it, Atlanta. I'm going. I, I was listening to Pastor Troy not too long ago, maybe like two weeks ago. That first album, which I, to me is a classic. Uh, it's an Atlanta classic. Let me chill out. But um, and so so I, I just feel like I, I get a little bit more variety with Atlanta. So like if I was on a deserted island and can only have one city to listen to of their artists, I would take that just for the variety. But there's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of close seconds though. <laughs> Who's your number one city right now? Oh, it's got to be it's Atlanta, bro. Like, come on. Yeah. I don't know. I can I can see Memphis. I can see Detroit. Detroit to Memphis, I go easy. I can respect that though. Yeah. Easy too. Yeah, it's not easy. We, we, it's we're easy. not gonna do that. It's easy, but Detroit I can respect it though. Right All right, you're used on you, ain't it? Nope. All right. Who is the best rapper from your city of all time and why? <laughs> we know mm. I had to come from a Nashvilleian. Shout out to yes. the city. Uh, it's Lido. It's Lido. All-star, I, respectfully. You know what I'm saying? Better. We know him as all-star, but it's, it's star Lido. Um, I could go book. He made it a little bit more on a national stage. Um. You know what I'm saying? So you could you could you could argue his reach was farther, air quote. Although with now I, you could on the flip side of that with the internet, you could also argue Lido's reach is farther. But I would say Lido, uh, he's the best rapper from my city, and he's he's been able to sustain a, a career probably for the longest. You know what I'm saying? So nice. I would definitely go him, but uh Buck Pistol right behind him. I would go Lido first too. I would go Lido first. And pistol, but B, I would definitely go Lido for longevity, like you said, and bars. Like, I ain't no bar for bar. Yeah, you can wrap his ass off. Yeah, definitely nobody's fucking with him. But Buck did go national thanks to the help from G Unit. But, uh, and he was good too, though. Like, don't get it twisted. Like, Buck made he made good music, though. Facts, he did. Yeah. Uh, bar for bar, longevity, and just making good music. Give me Star. Yeah. Give me, give me Lido by a mile actually they only yeah. think it's close so yeah what's your favorite album to come out of nashville mm, that's a great question uh perfect timing by big lou yeah that ain't let's it though it. But yeah, let's try to, get it try to throw some south side shit out in nashville it. stand up Fuck. ain't no bordo shit nigga you can't <laughs> even mention something from your hood nigga Perfect timing, big Enoch, Lou. nigga. <laughs> Shout out to my niggas from North Nashville, man. Yeah, um, perfect time. Or, or um, that first, the first rap album that I ever really remember listening to and knowing front to back, like you said. I don't know what we were talking about. It was if it was here or we were at the uh, podcast, and we talk about you don't remember songs that much nowadays. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, it was cool, Daddy Fresh. It's all true. That was yeah, the first that was album that I've ever knew. I was in the fifth or sixth grade, mm -hmm. and um, one of my homeboys stole it from his uncle, and we couldn't believe that the nigga was from Nashville. And then he had a a a video on the box. Uh, it's yep. all true. The video, and it, it, that was the first album, rap album that I knew front to back. Fifth grade, cool, Daddy Fresh. It's all true. I still got that on my iPod too, which is crazy. Really, that's my um, shit. 
a kind of a, pl- a, a follow-up question to this. It might be the same person. Do you guys listen to a lot of local music from your city? And I'm going to answer that one first. No, <laughs> not because of anything quality related, but because I'm not knee deep in it like I used to when I lived there. When I lived there, I knew all the people that rap that made good music because the city is relatively small. If you don't know the person that's hot, then you're one degree away from the person that's hot. And so it was a little bit easier being in it. I had a studio back home. So people recorded at my studio. So I was, I was in the mix a little bit more. Now I'm completely detached. Salute to Belzer gang, salute to Mike Flaw, salute to all the people in the city that are doing their thing. But I, I don't keep up with it like I used to because I'm, I'm too detached. Uh, what about you though? Do you still listen to local music from your city? Not as much as I used to, uh, like when I remember before I came here. Uh, like you said, though, shout out to Khaled, his new album, you, Man, Man on the Low. He's been doing a lot of promo for that. And uh, shout out to Cub, the cook-up boss. Came on the Cub. show. Great interview with us. So they're a great artist in the city. Um, Lestane, got a hit on his hand, the club song. But uh, I don't really listen to it as much. I don't really listen to a lot of new music, period. Like we're doing a review for the show and that's going to be it. Or if it's somebody that I've been waiting on, otherwise I get to it when I get to it. So if people recommend it to me, yeah. Like if somebody be like, Hey man, you ought to check this out. The most definitely. But otherwise, if I got to stumble across it, it's going to be a while. Why you yeah, get to it? Yeah. That's a fact. What's next? All right. All right. Here's a good one. So you have first dibs on two new artists. All right. Follow me here. Okay. One of these artists supposedly makes beats like Dr. Dre. Okay. The other raps like Drake and Jay-Z. You can only go see one of them first. Mm -hmm. Which do you go see and why? I'm going to the producer. Okay. Um, That's that's much more low maintenance. You're a producer guy, though. You yeah. like producers. You've been a producer I, guy since she started liking music, rap music, right? I do. I like behind the scenes because you because you can be ultra successful and not have to put in as much work as rappers do. You know what I'm saying? Like you can be ultra. I just watched Swiss uh, House on Architectural Digest on YouTube. That nigga house looked like Iron Man shit, bro. Like that, his crib looked like Tony Stark house. It's like and they he's, doing a rollout for his house. I seen some shit on IG about his house. Like that was that's where it was from. Out. Oh, okay. It was from that clip that just came out today. Gotcha. If I'm a producer, if if I can be a producer and my house look like some Iron Man shit, I'm gonna go that route because and it's been that too. This is before he's had that house before verses for all this shit, dude. Just <laughs> just locking himself in the basement, making beats on the little fucking MPC. Nigga, and spitting them out, spitting out hits, and it gives you more flexibility because you can work with different people, and you can do different styles, and you can score movies, and you can do other creative projects. So that would, that would, like fill in that creative space that's in my head with the producer working with that person. So I, I would go that route just for it's a little bit more low maintenance, and I feel like it's an easier route to the bag without having to. I walk through the mall time I listen to my mixtape, even if you are nice. <laughs> I, I, I fuck, fuck all that. We ain't even do all that. That's cool, but give me the nigga that sound like Drake and Jay Z. <laughs> I ain't never heard that before, nigga. I'm pulling up today, nigga. <laughs> Let me hear that. I'll find everything and we'll figure out all the other shit later. But if you rapping that good and you can add a little Drake on there too, oh my nigga, like let's let's go, let's get it. I'm all in. 
the producer stuff is to, like you on like I said from the beginning, you've always been into behind the scenes. For me, the producer stuff is too tedious. I like mm-hmm. to enjoy the art as well, why it's being made. I enjoy like I could I could see being in the studio with Hove and being a part of that process when we seen those movies and seeing how he does it and just observing that and, and wanting to be a part of it. But the beats and stuff is too much for me. Like building up the sounds and it just takes too long, way too meticulous. So from my standpoint, and and again, I would like I would be more hands-on with the guy that sounded like that and the rapper and wanted to be able to see that develop. So give me the Drake Hove combo. Was there anybody that you heard super early and was like, uh, yeah, they finna be tough or, or somebody that you thought was going to be tough and they ended up not being nothing. Like I, I remember, I remember, uh, remember Strive to, Shout out to Street Symphony. Remember he played us Lecrae a long, long, he handed us his CD like on some demo shit and was mm. like, man, it's Christian rapper. I was like, I'm out. He was like, nah, nah, check him out. You know what I'm saying? Like, he actually dope. And I remember he gave us the CD, bro. Like, this was way before the Grammys and all that shit. And I actually listened to it because I fuck with Street. And I thought to myself, damn, this nigga actually, I <laughs> like, it, it surprised the shit out of me because I'm not into Christian hip hop like that. But it surprised the hell out of me. And I remember him giving us that. And then a couple of years later, man, they ended up winning Grammys and shit, man. So I, that's what made me think of that. Of somebody, you know, hey man, this nigga sound like Jay and Drake. Like, would you even peep it early on? Because it's hard on. to peep early. That's a good question. I don't think I could put my finger on anyone that I knew. Like, there wasn't, of course, big enough to have a project that made it to me. Gotcha. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. Like Drake, I could say, but who didn't know when you heard? Yeah, that so first far time? gone. Once you heard that, so yeah, far like, gone. Once you heard that, like, so far gone, you knew. Um, I remember Kendrick. I didn't really like that. Um, I remember when that uh, section eighty, that section eighty came out. I really no, that overly dedicated, the one right before that. I really didn't like that. Like that when it first came out, I thought he sounded like too many people. He was quoting too many other people. I was like, man, I don't know about dude. Shout out to KD, my guy KD, uh, Quinn. He sent that to me, and I was like, well, I don't know about this. It was well, Ti. If you wanted, like, he had a single out. I mean, but I know niggas wasn't fucking with him. Like, I I thought he was gonna be the dude. I yeah. went about the CD. I think I, I went to the the whatever media play, Best Buy, whatever it was. I went thinking it was going to sell out. Like, you know, yeah, CDs used to sell out. Thanks. And especially then they, like, they would sell out and you would have to wait a couple weeks before you got it. So I ran to go get that T.I. thinking it was going to sell out and motherfuckers was going to be fucking with it after I heard the single on Rap City. Of course, there were copies there of that. I'm serious. It was, it was, when a I lot. Got it was plenty store. of copies. Yeah, there were <laughs> several copies were in the store when I got there. Uh, but I definitely didn't see T.I. Well, I thought he was going to be big and motherfuckers didn't even think his second album was coming out. Yeah. I remember it was a, like trap music. Is it going to come out? And then it dropped out of nowhere. So T.I. would probably be the play. Nipsey. I know some people told us that they didn't hear a Nipsey till they heard us talking about it. Oh, that's what's up. That we put him on. But I know when I, I've, I've talked to a couple of people that listen to this show and they were like, I didn't know who Nipsey Hussle was. T.I. niggas mentioned him and was talking about $100 mixtapes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's real. Yeah. Uh, shout out, uh, shout out to my guy, my guy. Shout out to my guy, Dipset. Dipset Larry put me on Nipsey. He put me on Bullets Ain't Got No Names, Volume Three, and I was like, I had never heard him. I was like, appreciate that. And shout out my guy Plaza too, because he put me on Future, that Dirty Sprite One, right in Atlanta. He played it for the first. I had never heard Future before. I was like, bro, what is this? He and got he played it. And I was like, okay, he hard. I fuck with him. My guy Plaza put me on that Two Chains early. Mm. He was on two chains 
stupid early. He bl- Titty Boy. He had me go to a show in Nashville with Titty Boy. <laughs> and he was like, pull up with me, Lou. Man, when I tell you, maybe it was maybe 15 people in there, bro. I don't believe that, though. I promise you. Like, this was like was dumb early. <laughs> it was at the little, you remember the little spot used to be a strip club on 8th Avenue? It was at yes. that little spot right there, right next to Frugal McDougal. It was at yep. that little spot. But two changes in that area, it was maybe 15, 20 people in there, dude. Plaza put me on Migos, too. He was first, hey, man, shout out my guy. guy. He done put us on some motherfuckers, though. Hey, Trump, 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 if you got a little different swag to you and you talking some fly shit, Plaza going to have it on. Yeah, he definitely going to put you on it. It made me think of that real quick because we got two more. It made me think of that because uh, I was watching Issa Rae on Breakfast Club and they said, they asked her, I bet people be coming up to you, rapping to you, like how she be doing on the show in the mirror yeah. and shit. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, it should be happening and they be whack. And then she was like, I bet y'all get that too. And, and Ye and Envy was like, yeah, all the time. And they was like, ain't nobody been good? And he was, and Envy was like, well, yeah, two people, they got, they gave me their demos. They ended up blowing up and I passed on both of them. He said they got, he got J. Cole demo when he was at St. John and he got Bryson mm. Tiller demo early. And he was like, he passed on both of them. It was like, yeah, I wouldn't, it wouldn't, none of that shit caught my attention. And then, you know what I'm saying? I turn around, these niggas is, envy, they all on. You envy, you come, you become, like you say, you tone deaf to that shit. I agree. Like you, you hear it all, like, bro. Yeah, like I'm I'm DJ Envy, bro. I've been doing this since I was 16 years old. I came up under Clue. Like I done heard every nigga that rap, rap. And I didn't like, I, I'm good, bro. So I and can you see in New York like, too? Like ending like, on a corner trying to spit. Bro. Yeah, I'm good, bro. Promise you, I'm good. And Envy uh, do a lot too. Yeah, that's like a fact. he ain't just like out there looking for talent. Like Envy works. That nigga yeah. work work. Like you know what I'm saying. Like he ain't gonna be the nigga that be like, ah oh, man, I got this guy. I'm gonna break him. Cause who was the rapper that he tried to break? Was it, is it Rod Wave? Who was it? Nah, he worked dude? with the. He he had a single deal with the Reds, Deshaun, with that Hardaway. And see what happened? Nothing. I, I, I think he just had a single. A... I think he just worked that single though. I mean, come on, what the Reds, Deshaun? I don't know. That song was hard, though. No it pun was. intended. It was. <laughs> Hard away. Um, all right, next up, man. Quick question. How often does your top five change? Top five rappers, I'm assuming. Mm, probably once a month. <laughs> <laughs> like, all the time. If we're talking about all the time, like, of course, Pac Big, from my generation, stay in there and Jay. Yep. Pac Big and Jay are staples. Sometimes it's Scarface. Sometimes, yeah, that that wouldn't change less. Uh, my favorite rappers of right now changes consistently. Though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that changes consistently. Same, same for me. But you, you at all time you're gonna have those staples, bro. Until somebody knocks out Pop, until yeah. somebody knocks out Jay, which ain't gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? There's there's cemented. And then I got, I think I had uh Drake and Kanye. Obviously, they're cemented. Yeah. They're probably cemented on yours too. Uh, you just no, don't want to admit it. Not. Uh, but so yeah, my five all time is pretty stable. Five currently, of course, that's supposed to change. Like that's like you know what I'm saying. You get in, you get in your moods when you know, nigga. You you hear somebody young, fresh. ESTG might be in your fight. It might be in your rotation hard for two or three months, or whatever the case may be. Or somebody else might catch your ear for two or three months. It's a, in my opinion, that's supposed to rotate. So yeah, top five current is definitely always ever evolving. Facts. That is 100% facts. We got one more question, man. What we got? November is Hip Hop History Month. Who knew? Yeah, it's uh, the first one. Nice. 
what's a standout memory of hip hop for you? All right. Uh, I'll go back. You know what? I'm, we're going to go back to high school. Shout out to me and my guy, Jay. We went to the Impact Conference at Opryland Hotel. It was hosted by LL Cool J, Russell Simmons. A whole bunch of people were there. Random people were there, 3-6. And i never forget, we snuck in. Cash Money Street Team was there. They were handing out the big timers. I got that work t-shirts. Let me get that. Got one of them. And we ran into, we was outside, and Jay was like, damn, that's KLC. I'm like, nigga, how the fuck you know what KLC look like, dude? And KLC from Beast by the Pound walked by. We're like, KL, what's good? i never forget this in my life. I'm the biggest No Limit fan ever. I said, KL, what's good, man? What you and P working on? He said, man, fuck P. I said, what? That nigga was like, man, we ain't working with them no more, man. We shot that fuck the mother niggas video, and we done. Nigga, I was like, fuck the mother niggas video? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> what? Fuck P. I'm like, wait a minute, nigga. About three months later, on BT, uh, down for my hitters, new video. I was like, oh shit, that's what he was talking about. <laughs> it's and crazy then, and how then, long it took yeah. news to travel in. That's what I'm saying. There was no, obviously, there was no social media. There was none of that. You had to learn about it in the source, nigga. Three months later, when it hit that beast by the pound, leaves no limit. And so that that was a super fun memory, man. We had a good time. Wore the shirts the next day to school <laughs> <laughs> with the Troners, nigga. Fresh as fuck. And uh, that was that was a good time. But when he said "fuck P," we gone. I my heart just sunk out of my chest. If I'd had an iPhone, nigga, I'd had the exclusive, nigga, because <laughs> so, that was huge back then. Because that was the beginning of the end. The beginning of the end for them. Mine is, and I'm trying to look up and make sure my my dates are right on here. Uh, when I first seen concert in concert, uh, it was Do or Die. You remember Pope Pimp? Those of guys, course. do you want to ride? Yeah, I think that was a shit. So, me and my guy, Paul, we were young, and his cousin had a rap group. And like we were we were supposed to go to the concert to see his cousin's rap group, and we had to leave. We weren't really supposed to stay there for do or die. We didn't know why. Like, we just, it wasn't a kid's show. How was, how was, what's it, sixth grade, seventh grade, and do or die came out? Easy. See, six, seventh grade. Yeah. Seventh grade, I want to say. And do it. We stayed for his cousin's group show. They was some slaw. Ooh, that was that was a bad rap group. Damn. Do a die came out. Do a die had strippers. They had the strippers. Like we in seventh grade. We ain't never seen like naked bitches and shit like that before, dude. They had the full fledged butt naked. If you know Nashville, you know the Mirage. The Mirage strippers on stage with them. We really weren't supposed to be there. I'm talking about we were like on the side of the stage, like not out in the crowd. Like we were on the side of the stage, me and my guy, Poe. From that moment on, we were hooked. We thought that happened at every show. We thought that like strippers and shit were gonna be at the club every time. From then on out, we were every teen night, every whatever teen concert, we were there because we were ruined by that being one of our first experiences thinking the strippers and shit were gonna be at clubs every night. So shout out to Do or Die, man. I'll never forget that. And we was dumb young. Mom's ass. What happened at the uh, show? Tell me about it. No, nope. It was cool. It was, nah, it was cool. It was regular. It wasn't yeah, it was cool. Yeah. We ain't yeah. never going skating ever again in our life, though. Skating is <laughs> with. over with. That's man. done. The skating shit is a wrap. Now. Yeah, that nah. skating ring shit. Nah, it's it's done. That's dead. <laughs> That's dead at that point. 
Hey, I ain't gonna lie. Hip hop history month. Salute to that question. Completely forgot that that was a thing now. So maybe that's something we can do this month, man. We might if we can, if, I, we, like if I can recall enough stories. Maybe we throw a, throw a hip hop history story at the end of these episodes in, in November, man. That might be kind of cool. Most definitely, I'm here for it. Um, man, appreciate the questions, guys. Any late entries, man, just hit us up on Instagram at on Dick TV Show, um, or just leave a comment on YouTube if you got another question. Uh, wins and losses. Speaking of New Orleans, speaking of No Limit, we got a W to Master P. He's opening up his Big Papa's Burgers restaurant in Nashville. Shout out to P, man. That's, that should be a good look. Where did the name Big Papa come from? His granddad. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's his granddad's nickname, and he opened up a location in New Orleans about two years ago, about 2019. P probably lying, man. That ain't nobody name. He stole it from Puff. P, you funny. You try to capitalize on me, Popeye's yeah, chicken yeah, sandwich. Come on, man. nigga. Get out of here, nigga. I fuck with Pete, Nashville becoming a food city, man. I can't, I'm definitely going to hit this when I come to the city. I want to hit some TSU games, man. Shout out to Coach Penny yep. and uh, TSU doing that thing over there, man. We definitely proud of what those guys are doing for the city. And to see P capitalizing off of it goes to my pick last week about the entrepreneurship thing. I love it. Absolutely, man. We do have an L, even though Hove did get inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We got an L. He's not exempt from a loss. He's got an $18 million lawsuit that he had to show up to court for in regards to a fragrance line, Gold, that came out several years ago. He like he was super over this lawsuit. Did you see the clips? Tough. Did you read the back and forth? Y'all ain't seen this. Please go look at this, man. Yeah. This is great. Man. We used to call Hove. it lazy. He called it some. Yeah, Hove was super pissed off about this. He, this this lazy lawsuit. He was really, really upset that he yeah. get all his money from it. So it was pretty interesting. Y'all gonna look this up, man. It was from a. Um, they said that he didn't fulfill his obligations for marketing the cologne gold when it came out. They gave him two million dollars for it. He said he still owed an additional. 2.6 for what he did do. Mm. So it's, it's a very interesting story. And Jay-Z, like you said, is over this shit in the yeah. deposition or on the court, on the stand when he's talking, he's over it. You remember that gold? I remember that gold though, that white bottle. Gold with the gold. Was right. Yeah, the white bottle with the yeah, gold. Yeah, right. yeah. It was cool. No one bad. That's funny. I know he's super over there. Never, no more fragrances for this nigga. Man, um, one more W or yeah, a W to TI, man. He is building a housing development um, in his old hood of Bankhead. He's about 40% done, said it should be ready to go next year, 2022, man. Big dub for T.I. I love it, man. That's that's fire. That, that Bankhead community over there definitely could use it uh, if you roll through there. If you died in the A, man. So shout out to Tip for doing that, man. I love it. He's he supposedly, um, he supposedly, like that, that was a, like a mall, like a shopping plaza. Mm-hmm. That he turned into a that he's turning into a like new homes and shit. Like it's a huge project that he's taking on, man. So that's that's super dope, man. That's fine. I hope he can do that several more times in the city. Put tip on that mobile status, man. I love it. There was a lot of people in the comment. I, I saw this on YouTube. There's a lot of people in the comments like, what first of all, there's always gonna be one. What took so long? Why don't more people do this? Blah 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 blah. But then a good that's a good question. Why do you think more people don't do stuff like this? Cause that's a big project though. Housing development ain't no hole. Like that's not niggas just don't wake up and be like, hey, you want to build nigga 70 apartment complexes? All right, cool, let's do it. Don't uh, work like why why do I think most people don't I don't think most um you mean like artists? Yeah, like TI. Most people probably not educated on it. Like who's gonna take 
one, most people probably don't have the money that T.I. has. Yeah, yeah. Two, they <laughs> or the the and I ain't saying that he just balling over them, but the the access to the capital that he might have because his he's been T.I. for so long. Yeah. And so he probably got a larger line of credit and he knows the back end of it. a lot of people probably not willing to invest so much time into it if they aren't in the stage of their career that T.I. is in. Yeah. But with that being said, I don't think that's an excuse. I think there should be a lot more of these uh, hiring black people, preferably to know how to do this and putting these things in position. I think artists could do I ain't necessarily got to be as hands on as to say a T.I. would be, but just funding it schools and housing projects i think should be a lot more of. i was thinking about that the other day like Jalen rose and his academy shout out to him and the great job that he's doing yeah. but it made me think the same thing that you said like if Jalen rose has a school with no knock to him but like it there should be a basketball player in every damn yeah. state every city that you got a basketball team at least yeah well nba players <clears throat> like okay we started a school like if they go get the blueprint from Jalen rose and we got and lebron 50, yeah, and LeBron, and we got over 50 charter schools owned by NBA black players and black men and getting the right curriculums together. But that's a whole nother podcast, maybe a Patreon <laughs> episode or something, but that would be fire. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. One more additional L, man. Go um, for it. ESTG and the EST crew, man. Mm-hmm. Charges came down from the feds on them, said they were a nuisance to the Louisville community. Um, drug trafficking charges, uh, conspiracy drug trafficking, weapons charges. Um, several of those guys, affairs came down on them. ESTG was out on tour, I believe, yep. when this happened. So, yeah, because they haven't got him, him, right? Yeah, he, he wasn't affected by it, but his manager, quote unquote, and a couple other guys in the crew. Inter- yeah. Interesting thing I noticed about this is looking at that nobody was over 30. The oldest guy was 28 years old. Damn. Very, very interesting. Usually, when that happens, it's an older guy in the crew, or like a mm-hmm. OG ringleader or something, but all these were young guys, man. They said, I seen somebody on Twitter say he, uh, that nigga quoted, he rapped about fentanyl one too many times. Hey, man, did he? I busted out laughing because he talked, he, he, he talk named all the time. The, that's the weird thing, though. Obviously, he is a veteran of the street game. It just seems like it, they waited until now, until he was like, you've heard this from New York rappers before, till I got popping. Like, they with Bobby Schmurter, they y'all knew that they had this right. shit going on, but now that they on TV and doing all of this different shit, uh, now nah, we don't want that t- to yep. be shown. So Takashi and them too, they were following that game Takashi. forever. Mm-hmm. Yep. When they got famous and had video, like, oh. <laughs> let's go. Yeah, um, way too much influence for you. On Decker of the Week, man, we're going to Patreon. Salute to GMBJ. We appreciate that subscription. Enjoy the content, my friend. Hello reviews. A lot of throwback reviews on there too, man. In case y'all didn't know, we hop in the time machine and we review throwback joints. We just did that outcast. Thank only with my guy, Coach Locke. Um, so yeah, check out the patreon.com slash realville link in the description. Salute, Jay. We appreciate you, big dog. Appreciate you, brother. We appreciate you subscribing. We appreciate everybody that supports the real with the Patreon subscriptions. Join us for the winter, man. Some dope stuff coming. Absolutely, man. What you got to put me on? Uh, man, if you did not follow my highly recommended show, Yellowstone, you got about four days to binge these 20 episodes because season 30 episodes, actually, season four Damn. is dropping this Sunday, and it's the best show on TV other than Succession. Mm-hmm. Easy. Yellowstone, season four, Paramount Network. Hot, I had to download it. 
<laughs> Paramount Plus. Yeah. Is, was that it? Or the trash? They ain't got uh, nigga. CBS shows. That's, that's CBS, trash. CBS is. I don't know what's keeping the lights on over there. They got football. We have football keeping the lights on, but they got all they of their shows are NCIS, <laughs> bro. NCIS Vegas, NCIS Mars, NCIS nigga, the grocery store. Like everything is NCIS. Worst streaming service on the planet. <laughs> only I'm only signed up for Yellowstone, dude. Yeah, it's a big two skip. hour Yellow- series. At- two hour series premiere too. Add Yellowstone to the list of those skips, too. Fire. Um, Did you ever watch it? No, I didn't. I'm just hating because I never watched it. Bullshitting yourself. I heard it was fire. I ain't going to lie. Um, I'm going to keep it TV. Actually, two-part. Quickly on TV. I started because it was Halloween. I started to watch the Chucky TV series. Too. You did not watch Yellowstone, but you watching the Chucky series. I did. And the Chucky was probably more entertaining than that Yellowstone is. No, it's not. Uh, Chucky's funny. They, they got him funny on there. And it's it's actually not that bad. It's actually a it's an easy watch. I can keep one eye on, and I ain't really gotta be paying attention like that. So it's one of them. And then I got a follow up to a put on I had a couple weeks ago, the YMB Melly or, or YNW Melly. The update on that shit. I'm like episode seven, eight, getting to like how he actually is locked up for real. We ain't never seeing him again. <laughs> what is this a podcast? Yeah, it's a podcast called Infamous talking about remember i told the story about how like his his two homeboys got killed and they tried to say it was a drive-by but then they checked the surveillance yeah. footage melly was actually in the car get, leaving with him mm-hmm. so the, now the current story is nigga they done track the cell phone foot the cell phone tower joint track them about five miles down from where they said that shit happened and when you go five miles down it's like a dirt road it's like fucking no neighbors and shit it's like this empty ass road and then they they found the glass and the bullet casings over there man it's like it's a wrap dude they they, they got his dna on the gun on the bodies nigga i was like oh my god dude. they have a motive yeah they say the one of the dudes me, i want to listen to it you just, i just want to know the day yeah they do have a motive yeah 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 gotcha. uh, i mean they, according to the police yeah, yeah, yeah. allegedly I don't, I don't fucking know but it is really good though check that out um it's on again it's on um Spotify. It's called Infamous. Pretty dope. Um, anything else before we get out of here? That's it, man. Shout out to Braves up three nothing about to win this World Series, man. And if they didn't, you just curse the hell out of them. We'll know tomorrow for sure. <laughs> That's funny. Hey, man. On that note, guys, you already know YouTube.com/slash Realville, YouTube.com/slash On Deck. Appreciate the feedback from the um, mashup too, guys. Salute to everybody that was involved on that. Everybody loves the mashup. Uh, we look to do those a little bit more often. Uh, I don't know if it's my goal on the next one. I might be on the next one, man. So that, that would be must-hear TV right there if I'm on that one. TV. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, on that note, man, we out. We'll see y'all next week. Cheers.